Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. In Joel chapter 2, God makes a mind-boggling promise to me and you. He tells us that he'll restore everything that the devil has stolen and or devoured from us, including the years he devoured from us. That includes all the time as well as all the dimes that the devil devoured in our lives. Now that's a real big promise that'll have a real big effect in our lives when it comes to pass. We're blessed to have a God who's big enough and loves us big enough to bring that real big promise to pass in our lives. And he not only can do it, but he will bring recovery and restoration in the lives of me and you. That's if we let him by believing him and cooperating with him as he does what he does to bring recovery and restoration in our lives. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Recovery is coming to you. Praise God. It's coming to you. Praise God. We're in Joel, Joel chapter 2. We're going to begin reading in verse 21. It says, Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor shall be full of wheat, and the vatch shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that that locust hath eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God that he hath dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. They shall never be ashamed. They shall never be ashamed. Speaking from that point forward, praise God. That God said, I'm about to do some things up in the middle of a house. He told us he's going to recover some things for me and you. He's going to recover all the years that the devil devoured. Praise God. And there was many things that he devoured while he's devouring all them years he's been devouring. But God said, I'm causing restoration and recovery to come. Recovery, found out, means many things. Praise God. It means to get back and regain something lost or taken away. Because there were things that were lost and taken away, but we're going to get back and regain those some things that was lost and taken away. It means to make up for or make good lost damage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The things that were lost, things were damaged. But God said, I'm going to make up for and make good those things that are lost and damaged. It means to reclaim from a bad state practice, a bad state or practice. He said, I'm going to regain it. 
and I'm going to reclaim it, and I'm going to turn it back into a good state and a good practice. And it also means to regain something in usable form as from refuge material or from waste product. Where God's going to find things that were in refuge, things that were, 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 were waste products. And God says, I'm going to regain something into usable form as, as from a refuge material. I'm going to take it from the junk heap and I'm going to put it right there on display for all the world to see what I can do when I put my hand in somebody else's life and do with their life what I want to do. Our God is a God of recovery, praise God. Yes, he is. He's a God of re- God recovery and restoration. That word restoration, of course, meaning the act of restoring, renewal, revival, or reestablishment, where God's going to restore, he's going to renew, he's going to revive, and he's going to re- reestablish some things back to the way they were supposed to be. It's going to be a return of something to a former, original, normal, or unimpaired condition. We're going to talk about that one today. To restore to return of, or, 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 or the return of something to a former, original, normal, or unimpaired condition where restitution is going to happen to me and you, where restitution of something taken away or lost is going to come to me and you, where we're going to get reparation, praise God, with compensation for injury, loss, and damage. That's what God's going to do for me and you. I'm just repeating it so you can stay in faith for what it is he's going to do. He's going to cause a restoration of property or rights, that were previously taken away from you and conveyed and surrendered to you. Some focus already been happening for, praise God, and there's more to come. Praise God. Hallelujah. Restoration to the former original state of position. That's what he's going to do. He's going to be putting back into former positions as well as dignity too. Whereas God's going to restore that to me and you. Last time we got together, we found out who the God is that's going to do that. He is Jehovah Gamola. We found out he's the God who recompenses, he recompenses, he pays back, he remunerates, he rewards, asks for service, aid, or assistance. He pays back, and since he's God, he's the God of the payback. Praise God, and we found out he pays back in two ways. He pays back the person that was taken from, and he pays back the person that took it from. He said he pays back the person that it was taken from, that's when he gets your stuff back. And he pays back the person that took it from, which means the one that took it from you, he going handle them. Praise God. In the way that he sees fit. Praise God. Because he's Jehovah Gamola. God who recompenses, who requites, makes amends for, gives again, makes good, makes good and repays, uh, makes prosperous as well as recompenses and brings restitution and restores the things that it is that was taken from me and you. In fact, when we read it out of the Young's literal translation of of Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 56, we found out it says, For the God of recompenses, Jehovah, doth certainly repay. Which means God said, I want you to understand I'm going to certainly repay this. In fact, when we looked at it out of the King James, it says, She'll shall surely repay. Same thing he said to Adam about when he messed with the fruit. That if you eat the fruit, you shall surely die. And folk been die dying ever since. Praise God. And he says, well, the same way he used that phrase, he used that phrase again in this. He said, I shall surely recompense and repay. That means he's going to do it. We saw an example, the examples of it. Praise God. We use one example of when the children of Israel, you know, were being ripped off from by the Egyptians. Praise God and held in bondage. But God set them free. And not only did he set them free, but he set them out. Because the same one that ripped them off for 430 years collectively turned around and had to give it back to them. That's why they walked out free, rich, and healed. And healed. 
and healed. One of the things that God's going to restore that the devil stole in people's life is health. So for the next little while, I'm going to be talking about the restoration of health. Because God's going to be restoring health in people's lives. Health. God will restore, recover and restore people's health to them. Turn to Acts chapter 10. Praise God. It excites me. Praise God. Because I can use some restoration myself on this one. Praise God. Quiet as got all of them. But, you know, I'll just tell you about them one at a time. Praise God. Acts chapter 10. Because I got a list list like you. Amen. I was under the devil longer than some of you. So he took more of my stuff than he took of your stuff. So I'm excited about this. I don't know about you. Acts chapter 10, praise God. One of the things that God's going to restore that the devil stole is people's health. God's going to recover and restore people's health to them. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. I love the Lord. He's so great. It reads, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good. So good. So good. Y'all going to say he's so good to me. Because one of the things he's about to do is make you healthy. How Jesus, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good. And healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Notice he was healing all that were oppressed of the devil. What's all mean? What's left after that? Amen. And that means that if we cooperate with him, not a single one of us who are oppressed of the devil with any type of sickness, any type of disease, is not going to be healed. That's good news. Because sickness is an oppression of the devil. Make no mistake about it. God ain't teaching nobody nothing with no sickness. Because if that's the case, Jesus is messing up to God's plan because he walked around healing everybody. He walked around healing everybody. What you doing healing everybody when God is teaching some of them folks something? Ain't you messing up your daddy's plan then? No, because that never was daddy's plan. He wanted them healed. That's what he sent them for was to heal them. To heal those that were oppressed of the devil. Sickness is an oppression of the devil. That word oppressed right there means to exercise dominion against. That word oppressed right there means to exercise dominion against. Where sickness and disease is Satan causing something to happen in or with a person's body that exercises dominion against that person's body. It exercises dominion against that person's body. Hold on, that's wrong already. Because we were created to dominate. Nothing's supposed to dominate us. But something's dominating us and it's dominating our body, which is a problem because there's not supposed to do, nothing's supposed to dominate in the place where we live. We live in this body. Nothing is supposed to dominate in the place that we live. Nothing. Nobody is supposed to dominate. God created you to dominate. That's why he created you in his image and after his likeness, because nothing is supposed to dominate you because he ain't dominated by nothing. And then he put you in a body and you're supposed to dominate that body and use that body to keep everything submitted the way it's supposed to in the rest of the world that he gave you. But some of us can't do that because we can't even work with this body that we got because the body ain't acting right. 
We think of it what it wanted to do, but it don't do what we want it to do. Because many times it's got other stuff going on in it that ain't supposed to be going on in it. That's why it can't do what it's supposed to do. In fact, not only is the things that's in our body or the things that are, that, that, that are affecting our body has caused such a wreck to our body that it now dominates our body and we can't do what we want to do. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. But I know a spirit, Holy Spirit, that'll quicken your mortal body and make it alive, praise God, and destroy the domination. Because, you know, Jesus said, I came to destroy the works of the devil, which means anything that he got working in you that's dominating you, God says, I'm about to rid that thing of you. God can provide. Let's do this. Sickness and disease is Satan causing something to happen in and with a person's body. That's exercising dominion against that person's body. But God can provide healing that'll exercise dominion against that which Satan is using to exercise dominion against your body. Where something will be, God will use something to be able to exercise dominion against the something that Satan is using to exercise dominion against you. And his dominion is greater than Satan's dominion. I say his dominion is greater than Satan's dominion. Which means whatever it is that's dominating you right now will have to get off of you in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is that's affecting you will have to be reversed in you. Once God makes his statement and says what he says and does what he does, it has to. It has to. It has to. And it's going to. In Jesus' name. It'll arrest that which is oppressing a person's health and heal them. That's why I said that he came to heal those that were oppressed of the devil. That's what Jesus went about doing good, healing those that were oppressed of the devil. That word healing means to cure. It means to cure. Well, God come to cure that which is oppressing you, to cure it. To cure means two definitions. Number one is to restore to health. That fits right in with the message he's given us because he wants to bring restoration to me and you and he wants to restore health to me and you. He wants to restore the health. God has the power to restore a person to health. God has the power to restore health. Now, unlike your doctors, he ain't practicing. Unlike your doctors, he ain't practicing. Unlike your physicians, he ain't a physician like they a physician. They physicians, he's the great physician because he does great things for his people things that can't nobody else do he'll cure those that are oppressed to the devil because he's healing those that are oppressed to the devil first definition for cure was to restore the health the second one is to 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 relieve or rid of something detrimental to relieve or rid of something detrimental which means there may be something detrimental that's in you already something detrimental that's growing in you already it might be some lump bump wart or cyst that has attempted to attach itself or has attached itself to a part of your body but i declare in the name of the lord jesus christ it shall die and pass from your body in the name of jesus i I demand i command that it will dry up wither up and then pass away from your body In Jesus' name. That's what he was talking about. He wants to relieve or rid something detrimental. Well, God has the the power to relieve or rid people of whatever detrimental to their health and restore that person back to good health. That's what he got the power to do. 
It also, that word healing also translates makes whole. It also translates makes whole, which means God has the power to make whole a person's failing health. To make whole a person's failing health. It's wonderful if we get better. It's wonderful if it's more manageable. It's wonderful if it allows us to be able to, you know, make it through and do more than what we could previously do. But it's even better when he makes it whole. In this word, when he said he was healing those that are oppressed of the devil, he made them whole. 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 Intact. Entire. Complete. Fini. It's over. Including no residue. Listen to what the Lord is saying to you. See, regardless of what the devil has done or is doing that steals and destroys a person's health, God can take control. He can make that person whole. He can restore the health that the devil stole. Somebody say that's good news. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 30, please. Jeremiah chapter 30. Hallelujah. Now, I can't preach nothing like this unless I know he can do it. Because then I'd be sitting up here saying, well, you know, dang, I'm supposed to say that, Lord? Like, you know. But, but what if it don't happen? Look me in my eye when I tell you you ain't got to preach it like that. I know it can happen. I know it will happen. I know cancers are going to die. I know that cysts are going to dry up. I know that limbs are going to be restored. I know that eyes are going to open. I know that people are going to speak. I know because I know my God. I know it. I'm sure of it. I'm confident in it. Hallelujah. We're in Jeremiah chapter 30. See, God can restore the health that the devil stole from his people. I say he can restore the health that the devil stole from his people. And when he say, I'm going to restore everything that the canker worm destroyed, he said, I'm, I'm talking about that too. Jeremiah chapter 30, we're going to read verse 17. It says, if this was, if this was an Old Testament with letters in red, there are, there are those that exist. I'm going to bring some to the bookstore. But if this was one, you would see letters in red right here. He says, for I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. Because they call thee an outcast, saying, this is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. This is Zion? This is God's people? This is God's place? This is it? That's OCCC. I'm going to restore you. I'm going to restore you. God can restore the health that the devil stole from his people. Oh, yes, he can. He said, read it again, read it again. For I will restore health unto thee. That word health right there, in the sense of restoring to soundness, means wholeness. In the sense of restoring to soundness, it means wholeness. Which means, right now it's not sound. 
but it will. Right now, it's not everything it should be, but it will. Because God's going to restore it to soundness. He's going to restore it to wholeness. God wants to restore people's health back to soundness and restore their health back to wholeness. He wants to restore it back. Why? Because that was the original plan for man. And he wants to restore things back because he can. We serve a God that can do. And if we give him opportunity, he will do. And if you're silly enough to believe it, he shall do. And that's including restoration to you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? God will, he said, God will also heal a person's wounds. Not only will he restore their health, but he also heal their wounds. That word wounds right there means a blow, a blow. Whereas a person's health may have taken a hit as in a blow, took in a hit. Whereas the devil thought it was going to be a knockout punch. And that blow might have had an effect in it. An effect that devast- had a devastating effect in it. To the point that you can see what happened to him. You can see. You might not have been there, but you can see what happened to him. Because the effect is still there. Is anybody hearing me up here? <laughs> but God can heal the effects of that blow. And cause the effects to go. Proved it on himself. Because the Bible says he didn't look like a man when they took him and put him in that land. Put him in that sepulcher. Praise God, sepulcher. And when they put him up in there. Praise God. But when they rolled the stone away, the angels talking about when they rolled the stone away. And he got up from that place on that day. He looked just like he looked before. Eliminated all scars from the heel, from the from the blow. Eliminated everything from every one of those blows, but left just a couple, just to prove that it was really him. He said, he "Left the holes in his hands, left the holes in his feet, and left a hole in his side, so it can cause any doubt to subside that I am he that was up there looking like that. Do I look like that now? We are his body." His body was totally healed. It was once dead, then it was healed. And all the blows were removed. We were once dead, but now we're alive. And we're going to be healed. And all the blows will be removed. All the effects of it are going to be gone. Everything (laughs) ain't going to be gone. They're going to be gone. Why? Because he said, I'm going to heal those things. See, a person's health may have taken some hits or some blows that left some effects up in there. But God can heal the effects of that blow and cause the effects to go. That word heal right there is the same word that he identifies himself with when he says, I am Jehovah Rapha. It's the word Rapha, which means to mend, to mend. Where something was torn, tattered, messed up, jacked up, but it got mended. Figuratively, it means, I like this, to cure. It means to cure. Figuratively, it means to cure. Well, what's to cure? Mean thing, two things. I told you before. It says to restore to health. To restore to health. Well, God says, I can restore it back to health. God can heal the effects of the blow that caused a person's wounds, restoring them back to his health. That's what he can do. 
And it also means, second thing, to relieve or rid of something detrimental. To, to relieve or rid of something detrimental. Well, God can relieve or rid the person of the things that's detrimental to their health so that they can be restored to good health. He said, I'll get rid of that for you. And it also translates, I like this, heal thoroughly. Heal thoroughly. That's through and through. He's talking about me and you. Talking about heal thoroughly. So we ain't talking about just the cosmetic stuff, the superficial stuff. He said, I'm talking about that stuff wherever it abides and resides in you. I can heal that and be able to make sure you get healed thoroughly and made whole. Because that's the other thing it means, and made whole. Healed thoroughly and made whole. God can heal a person thoroughly. He can cover, recover, and restore somebody's health and make that person whole as though they were never sick before. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Because we're in Christ, the promise God made us in Joel chapter 2 is a promise that's available to me and you. That God will restore everything that the devil has stolen from me and you when we believe and stand on the promise in Joel chapter 2. Even though it might seem to us as a real big thing to do, our God is big enough and loves us big enough to bring that real big promise to pass in the lives of me and you. It's good to know that we're loved by and are privileged to serve a God who is also a God of recovery and restoration. If you want to hear more of the message in its entirety, just contact your church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.